What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 10 of our podcast, Sip in Sports. I'm Dave. This is Chris. How we doing? We made it. We're great. Double digits. Yeah. Episode 10. That's an accomplishment. It's a big accomplishment. Yeah. Kind yeah. of rolling now. Kind of found our groove. Well, the next accomplishment is episode 100. I know we talked about that's it a little bit last time, yeah, but a, yeah. once that you is. get to 10, I feel like the next one's like, oh, well. Got to go triple digits. 10, 20. All those are the same, but yeah. maybe fifty. Maybe we'll do something at fifty. Yeah, but yeah, but we made it. It's good. Double digits. You having a good week so far? Yeah, can't complain. Weather's nice out. Finally, finally yeah. get to go out on like a patio, sit out there. Yeah, it's about to be time for brewery season, and I know can't make it. We can't make it up. We're starting to get into golf mode too, so it'll be good since we're talking about the golf tournament this weekend. Yeah, the PGA so Championship in tonight's yeah. in, or in today's episode. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, similar to the other days, we got top sport moment, Minnesota minute, bet and recap. Then we're going beer and seltzer, and then golf. Yeah, talk about the golf. Maybe sprinkle in a little updates on the NBA, NHL, but not a lot on that since we talked about that last. Yeah. Time. So we're in so full golf. golf mode. Oh yeah, it's about time, especially here. Yeah. Yeah. But starting to go. I know. Yeah, you get in that niche where it's like on the weekends. It's almost like you wake up Saturday expecting like, yeah, oh, gotta go. time. yeah yeah but All um right. top moment yeah for mine uh cincinnati reds played pittsburgh pirates on sunday cincinnati reds actually combined to throw a no hitter but still proceeded to lose the game one to zero it's yeah, the sixth time ever that that's happened in the history of mlb sixth time yeah that's really bad you throw a no hitter but you walk too many guys and you hit a guy and then they score on a... That's how it happened. Yeah. They walk too many, hit hit the guy, bases loaded, grounded into a fielder's choice, but the run scored. Uh, so it's literally not Because they hit. didn't have enough outs. <laughs> yeah, it's not a hit. They to get the next few outs, so... That's really bad. I mean, that's a tough game to go to. Like, you pay to go. Grant, the two teams aren't very good, but yeah. you literally saw four hits. Because the Reds only had four hits. Mm-hmm. So you saw four hits the whole day on a Sunday. Yeah. That's... Brutal. That's just how your season's going. You almost just have to pack it up. <laughs> something you yeah. gotta do something different yeah. the mojo is just not good in those games you you either expect them to be like that no action or just a ton of action because the pitching is so bad yeah i actually think that game going into it was probably one of the highest over-unders at like eight or nine because it was like both so teams bad. yeah and it's like i don't know it's also a sunday which may mm-hmm. make a difference i feel like sunday games sometimes can be low scoring especially because they're played at like noon Mm. So it's like afternoon after a late game Saturday, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. What do you got? Uh, mine is <clears throat> when the F1 was in Miami, they were, <laughs> it was a video that there was this guy who was interviewing who he thought was Patrick Mahomes, but in reality, come to find out it was Paolo Bancaro, who's, uh, who he played for the Duke, for the Duke basketball team this last year going to the NBA, going to be one of the top picks. But he was interviewing like like he thought it was Patrick Mahomes. And then he realized it, and, it was, and he asked his name, and he goes, oh, I'm Paolo, Paolo Banquero. He goes, oh, okay, well, thanks for your time. And then just walks off, and he kind of makes a comment like, oh, well, that's not who we thought it was. And yeah. it was a super funny video because it's like you think you're interviewing somebody, but you're interviewing somebody who's also going to be a pretty well-known athlete in short order if he's not already. Yeah. Well, and I think most sports people probably know Paulo. I mean, yeah. he's a top. He's a probably a top five pick in this upcoming oh, NBA yeah, draft. Easily. Big name, and then I just yeah, it's top, funny because the top cam- three. Yeah. I mean, it's funny just because the guy, the camera guy, follows that it, the guy giving the interview, yeah. and the interview guy is just like, "Well, that was awkward." Yeah, he, that had guy? No he had no idea who he was, but. <laughs> Pretty cool event. I mean, that that stuff is pretty cool. The F1 stuff, I mean, those things are crazy. Literally all the stars showed up for that. Oh, yeah. All the stars. It's almost like it's like, I mean, it's just a huge deal. I mean, now that they mm-hmm. have that Netflix series. And yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean, those guys, those guys are crazy, but it's that fun to watch. That was super smart of them yeah. to get the Netflix thing. Because now, I mean, it was in Miami this year. 
Next year, it's in Vegas. Yeah. So well, they go all yeah, They're to trying to expand. Yeah, they're starting to come to the, to the U.S. more. Right. Because they have their circuit or whatever that's mostly in Europe. But yeah, it's kind of traveling over. But those guys mm-hmm. make a pretty good living. Granted, it's I don't even know how you get started because those guys are pretty young guys. Uh, have you watched the show? I've watched a few episodes of it. Yeah. We won't spoil it, but they essentially start as like competitive go kart racers. And I just have that niche to go fast. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of them have um, a connection to it, like their dad or their like somebody in their family Uncle did it before them. Yeah. But also it seems like you kind of have to have a lot of money to get into it because mm-hmm. if you're crashing or if you have anything wrong with the car, then somebody's got to pay for it, obviously. And when you're just right. in go-karts or whatever like you don't have anybody that's paying for it for right you. you're not sponsored <laughs> yeah yeah well now these guys it's all sponsored by these big names but yeah i mean you look at their cars every single time after a race i feel like their car gets messed up i mean your cars mm-hmm. not naturally i mean tires have to just be blown apart yeah oh i mean there was fine. one race i was watching or maybe i was watching it on that the netflix show like the guy like blew a tire had something wrong with his car and he was like i only have two laps to go i'm going and he did it on like three <laughs> wheels, and it was like, yeah, that's probably not great for the car in the later end, but no. hey, wins a win. That's true. Take it. Yeah, that stuff's fun to watch. That's the new. I mean, NASCAR is. Yeah, NASCAR's yeah, out. F one's in. I mean, what do you just? Yeah, I'm not saying I would be a good NASCAR driver, but it's just more fun to watch because it is like boom, boom. I mean, they're just going so fast, and it's mm-hmm. bobbing in and out. Do you feel? Like, I mean, they didn't. I don't feel like there's ever been like a NASCAR show like the f1 thing on netflix do you think no. that nascar would have gotten the same following that f1 has um i don't know hopped on that maybe i know i don't know i mean you look at like the nascar and it's like the people that watch nascar i feel like have watched it forever mm-hmm. it's i mean it's not saying it hasn't changed but like it's still the same thing like you're still driving in the same tracks mm-hmm. in a big circle taking a lot of their left yeah turn. at least f1 has some twists and turns and right and I'm not saying, I mean, different. NASCAR, from what I've heard, those people are crazy, too. I mean, that's a lot of stuff, and you're driving fast. Mm-hmm. But it's like those the NASCAR guys you see have probably been watching NASCAR for a while. I mean, I think mm-hmm. NASCAR benefited when they had, like, the video games. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't necessarily think a show mattered. But I think what makes it so cool about that show in the F1 is, like, you see their lives. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're just, they're big deals. Yeah. I mean, they are big deals. They're superstars. Yeah. So. Yeah, they are. It's fun to watch. Yeah. All right, hit us with the Minnesota Minute. Yeah, so it's dwindling down, but uh, Twins took two of three from the Cleveland Guardians last weekend. Uh, they come. They now have Oakland and Kansas City on the road. Um, the Loons lost to Seattle 3-1. to one. They play the LA Galaxy yesterday. Uh, the wind chill, who we started broadcasting last week, is now 1-1. One one. They did win. They beat, they beat Dallas 20-14. to 14. They have this weekend off, and then they play away in Madison. Minnesota softball travels to Oklahoma um, for their regional. They have Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and Prairie View. Uh, Minnesota baseball went 1-2 and two against Indiana. Uh, they play Northwestern to close out the year. St. Thomas finishes it up. They went 0-3 against SDSU, and they play Nebraska Omaha today to close out their season. So after this, we're dwindling away. So they're just done. They'll be done. I don't know if there's – I mean, they might have a – tournament but they're at the bottom i don't think they'll qualify are they even allowed to do it i think they actually do have something i think it's either for two or three years that they cannot play in postseason right so are they even they're just done yeah they're not allowed to participate in the postseason tournament just in case they somehow went on a magical run and yeah i don't even think so i mean their record this year they've struggled but i mean in the next two three years they'll probably start picking it up yeah i mean you just have to imagine i mean now that they are d1 I think a lot of kids, it's interesting, it'll be interesting to see if a lot of kids pick St. Thomas versus the Gophers. Not saying, I mean, Gophers are obviously Big Ten, great mm-hmm. conference, but like when you only win four games in your conference, five games. And St. Thomas, I mean, people love St. Thomas. The school is beautiful. Yeah, it's more modern. 100%. And it has a lot the of The amenities are insane. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like sometimes the. Like, where the Gophers will get them is just, like, sheer size, ability to play in the Big Ten, and, like, they just have way more people. Right. They'll get more, like, 
broad mm-hmm. out of state. I think the thing is if a lot of in-state people who might might have to walk on with the Gulfs might say, hey, I'm going to St. Thomas. Oh, yeah. If, that, if we're talking guys. that level of player or athlete, then yeah. that is definitely For sure. going to happen. Yeah. but No, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, Twins are kind of on a streak. Mm-hmm. Loons are right around 500. So, well, it'd be interesting to see how Minnesota softball does. That's a tough, tough draw. Yeah. Hopefully they do. Okay. Yeah. Take at least have two. a good showing. Yeah. 100%. Start out strong, at least. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> at least win one. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, bets? Right. Yeah. Bets? Nice. Yep. We're going to the picks. So, another mediocre week. Kind of right around average. Seems like that's becoming a trend. But the average gamblers. Maybe. Yeah. We're going to have to uh, <laughs> change that up. But... Um, so I'll start with you this week. So Dave was 10 and 11 overall. He was three and two in NBA picks, three and five in NHL picks, four and three in MLB and 0 and one in soccer. I haven't been able to figure out soccer. I don't think you've gotten one. No, I don't think I have. I think I'm 0 for three. Yeah. Thank God it's once a week. Yeah, <laughs> there's literally one day to pick it. Saturday. I just, I mean, I don't know. I look online and I usually just go, hey, I'm basing it off of this team is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they're at the top. They're facing a team who's mediocre. Sure. Picked LAFC, best team in the league, number one ranked. Tried to just sneak away an easy win. Loses 2-0. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's truthfully incredible. Yeah. Soccer is, the soccer ones have been. I don't know if there's really that many teams when you look at the soccer. like The MLS. The, the MLS, yeah. I should say the MLS. Mm-hmm. The MLS standings, like, everyone is decently close. Yeah. And I think what makes it harder is you can draw. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's 0-0, zero, zero, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. That's just it. There's no overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing. So it's just kind of like, I mean, that's just how it goes. A lot of these teams are right around 500, if not a few games above, a few games below, but... So, yeah, we'll see. We'll pick it up a little bit. Maybe I'll have to go international. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Maybe that's your trick. Um, okay, so then I went 9-11-1. And in the NBA, I was 2-3. and three. NHL, I was 4-2-1. MLB, 2-5. and five. Soccer, 1-0. and oh, So, I feel like I've gotten a couple. You've gotten a few soccers. Yeah, a few and soccers. And then 0-1 on the WNBA. Yeah, the WNBA pick, I like it, but it was tough. They got smoked. I know. I was I think feeling they lost good on like Sparks. Yeah. I was feeling good about them. They were 2-1. The other they, team was like 0-1. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was a, the Sun? Can I get Sun? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. But I did find um, maybe a new bread and butter. Oh! NA, the but, NHL. Okay. Yeah, you did. Because it's 4-2-1. Two, and... One. and I was looking, and I wasn't the only one that figured it out because the series, it was primarily the Penguins-Rangers series and the Bruins-Hurricanes series. Yeah, the Penguins-Rangers for sure was a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah. And both of those series, the goal uh, over-under number was six basically every single game. Mm -hmm. And... Every single game, the Penguins Rangers one, it was over every single game. Yeah, the over hit every single game. I think actually one push, or was that the other one that was a push? No, that was the Bruins. Bruins? Yeah. yeah, but I just started hammering, just look, find the six, yeah, and hit the over on that, and it was winning. I think the only time it lost was time. literally the last day. When like it was five and a Saturday. half. Saturday, it was five and a half, and I. Yeah. I remember texting you and be like, five and a half, that sounds way too easy, and then it finished at five. Yeah. Which was just, it was, it was three to two going into the third period. Mm. No, it was two to one. It was. Or something. They just it was, uh, it was three to one. Three to one, and then they yeah. scored with like, with like 20 tw- seconds. Yeah. yeah. So if they would have scored earlier, then we could have gotten an empty netter sure. to totally, win. Totally. I mean, that was the thing is, I had two NHL games, I remember the Bruins. I would, it was four to three. I had the Bruins plus one and a half. And one of the times the guy tipped it, his stick broke. So the other team had a breakaway mm-hmm. empty net five three. And there's like 12 seconds left. I'm like, what a bad break. Yeah. But Literally. if you're looking for something to look at for the NHL, 
definitely take a look at the overs and the unders because there's been a ton of scoring. And I, I can't remember if we mentioned it before, but all the teams pull their goalies, whether so they're early. down one, down two, with like five minutes left in the game. Yeah. I think the hardest ones, the oil, I mean, it's crazy because like going into the last game sevens, going into game sevens, there was so many goals. And then I think mm-hmm. truly in game sevens, there was only There's one that would have hit the sixth amount. And that yeah. was the, I believe it was the Penguins Rangers. Yeah. And then every other game was like 3-2, 2-1, And it's like, did the goalies just figure it out? Like you were giving up seven goals. Yeah. Yeah, but... Maybe they were just playing a little tighter. It'll be interesting to see these next series. I mean, you have to imagine they kind of have their feet under them and they're ready to roll. So, yeah. I mean, well, there's so many game sevens. You get, they've had enough playoff games to... Yeah, and it's Start. winner go home, and I feel like when it's winner go home, even when it's like game six and it was like the teams were on the ropes, I feel like those teams that were down in the series 3-2 might have even been the favorites. Yeah. So. Well, they came back. There was a couple of them that came back, didn't they? Yeah, unfortunately, Wild did not, but that's okay. Yeah. But, all right, we go into the yeah, beer and, beer and seltzer. seltzer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you want to give a shout-out to you? Yeah, so... Tonight we're well. Which kind is it? This is called the spin. It's spin drift. Mm-hmm. It says spiked sparkling water, real squeezed pineapple, and then it says, "Yep, that's it." Yeah, it's like five and four ingredients. Yeah, so it's. I mean, the can the can looks good. Oh, it's clean. Yeah, and then it Super says this clean. one has alcohol. Winky face. So yeah, it must be. Yeah, I mean, there's literally five ingredients. Yeah, the carbonated water is. Yeah. So if you're looking for something that's clean and it uh, is pretty pretty healthy, I would assume five carbs. Yeah, not a lot, not a lot uh, of extra stuff added. But Tony, who I work with, gave uh, this to us to try. Yeah, shout oh out Tony. Oh my goodness. god, dude! I don't know what that was. Oh, I think it. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm not a beer expert, <laughs> but I have heard. <laughs> maybe I'm making this up nitros that's like they were like so compressed that that's what happens oh. no i'm serious <laughs> okay i'm actually serious you can fact check me but but yeah shout out tony for the yeah. seltzer thank you um big tone and then for the beer we are going with it's called left hand brewing company milk stout nitro so it's dark what percentage it says it it's it's kind of weird to me because it says america's stout but then it has a picture of a three-leaf clover, which makes me think Ireland. Yeah. Guinness. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Smells good. This one also doesn't have that many ingredients. It has Rocky Mountain water is the number one. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice knowing you guys. And then malted barley, lactose, flaked oats, hops, and yeast. Yeah, that is... So if you're lactose intolerant... The milk stout's probably not for you. But what percent you said? Um, it's got to be high. Six. Okay. So it's higher. 6.0. That's not the highest though. Didn't we have a seven? Yeah. Yeah. This one's only four. I feel like that's low. Maybe not. It says it is made with real fruit though. Pineapple juice. Produce. Oh, this is also uh, local. Yep. The lab. In yeah. St. Paul. At the lab. Yep. Right off 280. It's a good spot. It's kind of, yeah, it is kind of a cool can. It's kind of a can. Oh my god, that is dark. It did actually say on the can, it says that it's supposed to have... Or, oh, when I picked it up from the store, it said that it's supposed to have like a foamy look on top. It definitely has that. Yeah. It looks like coffee. Yeah. Alright, let's start with the seltzer though. Yeah, here's that one. It actually does smell pretty good. Seltzer. Yeah, it's got a little smell. Mm-hmm. I don't. It smells like pineapple a little bit, but it's got like a little bit of a color. A little bit of a color. Yeah, it's not it, like completely clear. Oh, you can taste the pineapple right when you taste it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, you can taste the pineapple juice. It tastes like pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The nice thing is, I will say, is it's not too hard to drink. Like, it's not very carbonated. 
which is surprising because the number one thing is carbonation, carbonated water. Yeah. You would no, think it would be a lot more carbonated. It's super light. Oh, 100%. Health. Mm-hmm. That's, what that's what we're about here at Sippin' Sports. Yeah, okay, why we're having this thing. <laughs> it's probably 400 calories. So. It's balancing yeah, out. Yeah, we got balance. I like it. I think it's pretty good, though. I, I'm interested. It would be interesting. So this is pineapple. Mm-hmm. Um, he said there was a couple other... Um, Were they fruit flavors, kind of? Yeah. Fruity-ish? Yeah. I want to say there's like a something berry. Something berry? Kind. Nice. Yeah. You think there's a black cherry? <laughs> if there is, we'll find it <laughs> <Yeah>. somehow. <laughs> It'll be down the line. <laughs> I am interested. I wonder if these are sold like at Total Wine and stuff. I don't know if I've ever seen them at like just liquor stores, but they probably have to be. I mean, they're pretty good. I like them. They I think they're pretty be. good. I mean, they're pretty good. And it's also local. I guess they don't have to be, yeah. but you would think. Mm-hmm. But shout out the lab, too. That yeah. It's, uh, where was it again? It's right off 280, Highway 280 in St. Paul. In St. Paul. Yep. So kind of on your way, it's by uh, the U of M, kind of. Probably five minutes, five, ten minutes away from that. Have you been there? The U of M? Or no, the lab. The lab. No, I've driven by it. When Alyssa used to live out that way, I drove by it a lot. It's right on the corner. I don't know how to get to it because I've only just gotten on the past. Gotcha. Yeah, I have seen it. It's it looks like a cool spot. I mean, it's just literally right on the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it wouldn't be. It, it's not too hard to drink. I think you could say like you could probably drink a few of them. It tastes like. Yeah. I mean, they're not too bad. Like I said, they're not very carbonated. It's not super super sugary either. No. I actually think, yeah, three grams of sugar, five carbs, nothing else. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's literally, it says no sugar added. So, yeah, it comes from the fermented cane sugar. Mm-hmm. So, I like it. I think it's actually probably one of my up there. Mm-hmm. I will say I'm not a big pineapple guy, though. So I mean I'm so another a, flavor. Might, yeah, I think might another flavor for sure. Um, but even it's so being a pineapple, I would probably actually say it's probably a seven point one. I think it's in the sevens for sure for me. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I like I said, I would love to try. I'm more mm-hmm. of the berries, like, not necessarily black cherry. I know we've had a lot of those, but like the berry ones, I do like. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go seven point zero. Yeah. That's good. It was good. Yeah. It's got to be top two. Yeah. I think it's top three for me. Yeah. The press and with the high noon that we had. Yeah. The high noon was, yeah. Last week. But it's right up in there Yeah, with those two for 100%. me. No, it's good. And like I said, it goes down smoothly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks, Tony. It was good. It was very good. Good call. All right. Now we're going to, going all right. Got the base. Now we got, I mean, look at that. You can't even. <laughs> it's very dark. Which is what you expect from a stout. Yeah, stout. Why does it say, what is there significance to nitro? Does that just mean it's dark? Um, Super smooth with soft roasting, roastness, and mocha notes. Yeah. So it's literally coffee. It's going to be similar, similar tasting, I believe. Oh boy. (laughs) Strong. Oh, it does say, <clears throat> contents under pressure. Keep cold. Avoid shaking. Point away from self and others when opening. Told you. Yeah. So you Told called it. Shout out. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, you heard the noise. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think everybody else did too. Yeah, I think the neighbors did. But it's, uh, so this brewery is in Left Hand Brewing Company, Longmont, Colorado. So Colorado. Yep. Yeah, it's thick. It is thick. You can taste the milk. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> this Contains milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you like a, if you like a milk stout, I would, I, and I'm going to be honest. I don't know how many milk stouts I've had in my life. I'm going to be honest. I usually avoid those. But I would say that it's, it's got to be pretty good for a milk stout. Like... It's yeah, it tastes pretty good. Pretty easy. I mean, it has a lot of drink. flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's smooth. They they do say it's smooth. I mean, I think it's it's crazy that like the foam sits up top, but when you start drinking it, it's smooth. Like there's not mm-hmm. there's no foam. Yeah, and there's not a lot of like 
after burn some like sometimes when right. you drink a beer there's a little bit of like an afterburn kind of yeah no it goes smooth. down your it's throat smooth. it's just like yeah a party in your mouth yeah except <laughs> <laughs> it is it is mm. i don't know like you said i don't know how many milk stouts slash stouts mm. slash whatever i've had i will say to me it's definitely darker, but like usually I feel like with dark beers, like they feel heavier. This one doesn't necessarily feel as heavy. No. Probably because it Maybe because it's so down. smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I would say I think, I think I, it's pretty good. I think I could only drink one, maybe two. Oh, I could, one full one? One whole. Yeah, I could only drink one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two, you'd have to. Emphasis on the one, but maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. If they ran out of everything else. <laughs> If they didn't have any of the spin drifts. <laughs> the spin drifts. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's not bad, though. I would probably say, in my scale, obviously, like we've talked about for the beers, mm-hmm. is a little lower. But I would probably say it's a solid, like, 6.3. Okay. So a little bit probably from 5 to 7. A little bit above average. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle. I, I think it's pretty good. I think what makes up for it is the fact that it is so smooth. Mm-hmm. It's so smooth. But like you said, it's it's a distinct... Stout, milk stout. Like I said, I don't know if I've ever actually had a milk stout. Yeah. Nitro. You can taste. that matters. You can feel and taste like the milkiness. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, like you said. Well, you said party in your mouth, but it is smooth going in. (laughs) And it's just like you can taste a little milk for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not a big milk guy, though, I will be honest. No, I'm not either. But I think it's pretty good. I just can't get over the fact how smooth it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that, nothing. I know that's what that's. That's crazy. It's making me. It's kind Wanna of. Want to try more milk stouts? No, it's making oh. me second guess my rating. rating. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, it's not what I would typically go to. Right. But like, it's pretty easy to drink, and the taste is. Taste is pretty good. good. Above average. Yeah. I mean, when you think about easiness to drink on a scale of one to ten, it has to be in the nines. It's so easy to drink. Yeah. Drink a lot of it? No, but drink mm-hmm. one of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I'm going to go mm, six, five. Six, five? Yeah. So that's probably right around average ish. I would say, I mean, on my milk stout rating, <laughs> it's got to be above average. But I think that, like, kind of right in the middle of a lot of the ratings that we've had mm-hmm. but if we're talking milk stout rate ratings i would say that's got to be like a five to seven and a half so like definitely upper third or whatnot mm. oh yeah i don't know it was pretty good from our hand to yours nice i think it's good to try Last different things that was colorado yeah nice i just thought it was cool the sound was cool <laughs> i mean of, that sound was kind of kind of scary but it was cool bit. it was cool it's like what yeah but you you knew that it was going to do that it sounds like well i've heard about that for sure i didn't know if that was actually real but now it's been confirmed yeah now you know take it to the grave (laughs) if you drink a nitro milk stout then i think it's what is it stouts it said or is it the specific nitro i thought you said that it was nitro i thought that it sounds right it sounds right 100 nitro when i think of nitro i just think of dark like, when you think of a nitro coffee, that is a very dark coffee. I feel like when I think of stout, I think dark. Right, so you combine them, and you have dark times two, which is very dark. Maybe. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, I literally, yeah. doesn't say that nitros are... Literally, stout. I typed in nitro stout, and left-hand brewery is the first thing that comes up. Really? Yeah, left-hand might milk stout right there. Is it actually? Yeah, left hand milk stout nitro. Do you think that it that's because your com- your computer listened to us? I don't know. Oh. Literally, what is stout nitro? <laughs> left hand brewing. I don't know. This might be the like the home of stout brewery. Well, seriously, does, on the can it does say America's stout. So, dude, makes sense. There it is. Wow. So if you're gonna try a, a milk stout nitro, this is probably the one you want to try. So it says it's smoother. Because it contains more nitrogen gas and less carbon dioxide. Mm. That's why it's smoother. Well, the that's foam true. created by nitro bubbles is thicker and lasts longer. Yeah. There is a nice foamy layer to it at the top 
of the glass even after pouring it into a glass yeah it actually also last thing too just googling it says you should be drank faster because the nitrogen mm. so if you drink it over longer it might not be as good okay the foamy goes away but mm. that's cool well yeah so if, if you're a milk salt fan or if you want to try one definitely recommend going with this route milk stout nitro from left hand brewing company left hand brewing. Yeah. yeah it was i mean it was good i thought it was pretty good for two guys that don't like or have never really tried milk stouts. Never really tried. or don't even really like dark beers yeah <coughs> on my side probably prefer lighter ones but for hey, sure yeah good to try yeah totally all right let's jump to the golf so we got the pga championship coming yep. up one of the four majors yep yep uh what's the what's it looking like yeah so i mean i feel like the same time a lot of these guys are probably very similar and always the same top five top ten mm-hmm. so like you have obviously like john rom rory's up there jt scotty shuffler's been on a tear yeah number one golfer in the world uh morikawa dustin johnson but what's interesting is jordan spieth if he wins he'll become one of i think it's five other golfers in the history to have the Grand Slam. So that's winning all four, career Grand Slam, winning all four major championships in your career. What are the other three? The other three? Tiger yeah. Woods. No, no, no. What are the other three majors, just so that okay. people know? Uh, British Open, US Open, Masters. Okay. PGA Championship. Hmm. And it's a nice little, nice little coin in your pocket and there's one person that did all of those in one year that's what it says yeah bobby jones back in 1930 so rules were probably a little different yeah maybe (laughs) okay a lot different but good for bobby dude he's in the history books yeah can't complain about bobby um who do you think is going to do well um well so last year Phil won. And obviously Phil. Phil is not playing this not playing. year. I do think, I hate to say it, but I do think John Rahm has to be probably up there for favorites. Scotty Shuffler is just hot right now, so could he roll into it? I would love to see Jordan Spieth be able to compete um, there. I mean, it would be cool to see someone have that career grand slam. Do I think he can pull it off? I just don't know. Mm. Um but, I mean, all those top guys, I just feel like it's crazy. I mean, so it's being in Oklahoma, right? Tulsa? Yep, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's it's obviously scorable. I would say, I'm going to throw this on the record, the winner will be minus 12. Minus 12 or better? or Minus, minus 12. 12. Minus 12 on the dot. What did Phil win it at last year? Do you know? Uh, that I don't know. They don't have a lot on Phil, to be honest. Hmm. Gotcha. Be, yeah. Probably for a reason or two. Yeah, probably a decent reason. Um, what are the odds looking like? Do you know what those yeah, are? Yeah, so Scheffler and Rahm are both 11 to 1. Okay. Rory and JT, Justin Thomas, 14 to 1. So that means if you put $1 on that, on Scheffler or Rahm, you'd get 11. Correct. Okay. Yep. And then Morikawa is 16 to 1. Dustin Johnson's 18 to 1. And then you got kind of a handful of guys like Spieth. Cameron Smith, Patrick Cantley are both 20 and 20 to 1. Hovland and Shafley are 22 to 1. And that kind of drops off to about 30 to 1. Gotcha. So I would I mean I would say too to be honest, I think Cameron Smith could make a push for it. I think he's a very good golfer. He's a young Australian guy. Yeah, who do you think has the Just best dialed. value? Um I mean you I mean you almost have to think being a golf fan Tiger Woods fifty to one, that'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool, but I'm sure there will be plenty of people. Oh, his odds will him. go. Yeah, his odds will be way different because everyone will throw something on him. But I think I think Cameron Smith at twenty to one is pretty good odds. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a guy who seems to always be in the running. Yeah, always in the running. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy who I don't think will do as well. I just don't know about Dustin Johnson. He's playing well, mm-hmm. but I just don't know about him. Gotcha. Just got married. Did he? To Pauline Gretzky. So, oh. there you go. Well, they've been together for a while. Oh, they? forever. Yeah. But they finally did it. Who do you got? You got any favorites? or? Um, the two that I put down based off of the odds and kind of what I'm thinking is mm-hmm. Cameron Smith, 20-1, yep. to 1, and Morikawa, 16-1. Great ball strikers. They actually might be the two best iron players in the world. 
Yeah. I mean, but the thing is this is, it's just always one of those things like you look at Scotty Scheffler and you're like, can he keep doing it? And he just keeps doing it. Yeah. Like he keeps being at the top. Yeah. It's incredible. I don't know. Based off of, just based off of the odds and, and where they're at in terms of like rankings and that sort of thing. Yeah. I feel like those two have the best value, value. to get a decent return. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that you- also have a chance to win. Oh yeah, you know, like yep. most of these tournaments, you go in and and there's a group of like five to eight that you're like, okay, one of these five or one of these eight are probably eighty five percent gonna win, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so you look at those eight and then you try and figure out where's the best value to get the best return. Yeah, I mean it's just interesting. I mean there's all these guys that you just think are gonna perform, like Justin Thomas. He's just kind of it seems like in the big tournaments, he just kind of fades away. I like him, though. I like him. I think he's a mm-hmm. good golfer. So yeah, good guy. We'll see. Yeah, Rory obviously can swing it. Yeah. Ever since a couple years ago, I think Rory's on the downslope. The downslope? Yeah. Interesting. You don't think so? Uh, I think he's still, obviously, he's going to compete. I mean, he's just one of those guys that... He just can he strikes it so well, like off the tees, three fifty. So if he can dial that in, that is really far, very far. <laughs> That's what I think is so crazy with a lot of these guys is a lot of these guys can hit it so far, and what's happening is all these companies like TaylorMade, Titleist, all of these clubs are just coming out with new technology to even make it help them hit it farther. Yeah, and it's like oh, for the average Joe, you'd have to drop a thousand dollars on that driver. No, you're Rory. Here's two of them. Yeah. Go practice and hit it. Yeah. Oh, you want a different one? You don't like that one? Okay, we'll regrip it and throw you a new one. But they all have the same. I just think with all those guys, they just every single time they hit the ball, it's perfect. Like they hit, they don't ever duff it. I shouldn't say ever. They rarely duff it. Very rarely. And I mean, I think the only time you really hear them is like they'll yell four here and there, left and right. That ball still went three hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, take it, take it how it is. But that ball went three hundred. So. Hey, I always play with the mindset of if you hit it far, even if it goes to the right or the left, as long as you can find it, you're in a better spot than if you hit it 100 yards. 100% distance. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's one of those things, the courses we play at here for sure are a little more open. Yeah. <laughs> and we also don't have people yes. watching us unless there's a group behind us that's running up on us. But yeah. usually we don't have thousands of people. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> quick story. On Sunday, I went... And golf by myself, just nine holes. And um, so I didn't make a tee time before I got there. I was, Where'd you go? I was in Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, okay, I was just yeah. at some random oh. courses called Countryside. Countryside, okay. Yeah. And, um, and so I went in, asked if I could play, and I looked at the scorecard, and I knew I wanted to play the front nine. So I was like, oh, is it possible to get on the front nine? And she's like, eh, that's going to be harder, but yeah, go ahead. And so I went and I hadn't like put on my shoes or whatever because I just wanted to make sure that I could get on Mm -hmm. and so then I went back to my car got all my stuff went over the first tee and there were three guys that were waiting that had a tee time or whatever and they go oh yeah she mentioned that there's gonna be a one uh, one person in front (laughs) of us and so they let me go ahead and I hadn't stretched hadn't like taken any swings right put on my glove quick, grab a ball, grab a tee, grab my driver, go over to the first tee. I line up, kind of wiggle the driver a little bit. And there was this like kind of big tree at like a 45 degree angle to the right. Yeah. Go up there, <laughs> swing my club just straight into the tree at a 45 degree angle and just whips straight backwards towards the clubhouse oh and they were there watching you they were there standing there and it went straight back to the clubhouse and luckily one of the guys like ran and got it while i hit my other one. Oh, so they were cool guys yeah 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 Yeah. and it was definitely a course that it was more like chill Chill. like i'm surprised they didn't just ask just have you play with them be like hey we're going for yeah that's fine it works at this one i mean a lot of people i will say I will say in regards to that, like if we have three of us and there's one guy, I would probably also be the same way and be like, hey, just go in front of us. Yeah. Like, because us three friends are playing, you don't know what's going on oh, on the side. Sure. And it's just, 
I'm not saying we've ever had a bad experience with people, but you definitely want to play with your own friends. Yeah. It's just easier because then you're not making the small, t- random, awkward, small talk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, man, what's up? How's your job? Oh, cool. See ya. Yeah. And also... And you mean, have to say good shot after almost every shot, even if he dumps it. <laughs> yeah. It's way easier to just let him go ahead. But yeah. luckily, my next one was, went, was a lot better. Just yeah. freaking smoked it. So, yeah. yeah, that was a tough way to start. But it, I would say if... It was like a half step up, man, half to a full step up from Rich Valley. Like it was pretty cat. It was a pretty it was casual 18 holes course. Yeah, eighteen. It was okay. eighteen holes, but it was a pretty casual course. It was really open, and so it wasn't like super challenging or, or yeah. anything. Right. But it was more just like a casual neighborhood. Nice to get out course. there. Yeah. Kept in decent shape. Yeah. So everyone yeah. was kind of in a good mood, and it was, it was like, Sunday well, afternoon. thank you for being in a good mood because I almost Killed smoked you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just know, you know, from experience, for a fact, that once you hit that ball and started walking, they both were like, what the yeah. And you're, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you piped the next one or hit the next one well, because if you would have done that twice, I know. I guarantee you they would have looked and been like, you just want to play with us? I'll be honest, yeah. I took a little bit off my swing the, the second one. I was like, okay, I really have to focus here yeah. so that I hit it. Hit yeah, it no, I'll throw this out there. I will say this. I will say this. It, it is hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm not There's saying a you're lot saying of warm up. Yeah, and I don't like when people watch, and I hate that, but, like, I'm not saying you warm up, but, like, it is, like, you are a little stiff the first mm. few shots. Like, it does take some holes, like, when we play, usually the first hole or the first drive, oh, it's, it's like, terrible. you don't go full power. No, it's terrible. Or you, like, know in the back of your head, you're like, well, I have a mulligan that I want to use, but when mm-hmm. people are watching, you're like, eh, I don't really want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think it's, I mean, every the nice thing is, like, when you get to courses like that, and... Probably never see those guys again, which is no, fine. But no. I'm saying, like, it's at least people are cool. Like, there's a lot of people that it's just yeah. like, you at can, least they let you play through too, because a lot of people will make you play behind them, and it's like, okay, I only want. Yeah, that. there was actually another group in front of me that it was a foursome in two carts, and they like waited up on the fourth tee and let me play it. Yeah, yeah, that's I, nice too. And I didn't really want to because I was playing two balls, and then oh. so it was a par three, and I hit both of them pretty close to the green one of them was on one of them was close and and then they were just sitting over there on the tee i was like you guys can go like by the time i walk up there and finish out both balls then you guys can already be like halfway down the next tee yeah i will say that that's always the i mean i know it's golf etiquette and i respect it but it's just always that awkward moment where it's like hey guys come on play through Mm -hmm. and then you hit your balls and then it's like that awkward moment because we usually walk where it's like we kind of walk up there and they're kind of sitting by the green and you're like, oh, God, we got to chip it quick and then almost just yeah. pick it up. You yeah. almost just want to pick it up. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, thanks, guys. And they're like, oh, no worries. And it's like, well, we probably hit into them once or twice that they were like, oh, yeah. we're going to let these <laughs> yeah, guys go. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it is nice. It's just that weird moment where it's like, dang, I got to actually yeah, step up. I got to pretend I'm an athlete and actually <laughs> hit the ball. Yeah, that's so, sure. No, it's good. Seasons are changing. Weather's getting nice, so. Yep. So follow along, PGA Championship this weekend. Big we'll, time. We'll see. So winner quickly, and then we'll move on. Who's your winner? Uh, my winner. I'm gonna go with Jordan Spieth. Oh, completes it this weekend. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think the best value is Cameron Smith Morikawa, like I mentioned. But um, I'll go with uh. I'll go with Cameron Smith. Yeah, I think Cam Smith can win. I feel like I have a good ball striker. You got to go with the person that you said that has value and could win. So no, I like it. I love it. I like it. All right, um, we're doing top five. We're just rolling right into it. Yeah, let's roll. Finish it up. Yeah. Um, talked about it last time. Yeah, you can introduce it. Yeah, so we talked about it a little bit last time. Um, kind of gotten a little playful banter, but it's. We're going to do top five condiments. Mm-hmm. Condiments. I know we talked about last time when we talked about Brat's hot dogs. We talked all that stuff. So we said we were going to talk about it. Here we are. So you want to roll? Yeah. Can I give a side story? Go for it. When we were talking about putting um, the condiments on the bun before or after. And... I'm after. I think I'm going to throw was... this out there. I'm after. I think it was the weekend before, and we were at um, 
I was at my at Gustavus for an alumni basketball thing, and we had brats, and one of well, both of our buddies now, Chad, he he put the um, the condiments on before the brat, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, shout out, Chad. I do like you, but you're wrong. <laughs> and I know that we had mentioned that before. Um, but anyways, so top five condiments. I'll start with five. Also, I'll throw this out there. Quick story. You have to toast the bun. Yeah, that makes That's a, a whole different topic, but you have to toast the bun. Yeah, toss it on the grill for like oh, 20, 30 seconds. Barely anything. Less than a minute. You yeah. can't burn it, but even a little crisp, yeah. world of difference. Then you get the the lines on it from yeah. the the grill, toasting. The grill lines. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it Fox. does make a big difference. Uh, the biggest difference. All right, so five to one. So five, I went... And based off of how I chose them, it was a combination of like ways that you can use them, but also like the ones that I like the most. Okay. So I'm just going to preface that. Okay. So five, I went ketchup. Four, hot sauce. Three, honey mustard. Two, chipotle aioli. And one is ranch. Okay. Ah, I, I mean, I have about two or three of those, but they're in different order. So I have five mm-hmm. tzatziki sauce. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. We started making euros at home. Phenomenal. I was gonna say, do you Costco? Costco. <laughs> do you eat a lot of euros? Oh, facts for sure. Now, <laughs> I'm telling you, on a pita bread. Is that you making them, or is that Alyssa making them? Oh, I'm a count. I make the I make the meat. You like, make I grill the, the meat a little bit. Sauce no, from hell, Costco. I made, you I go buy get it. it. Little, <laughs> buy it in the big tub. So tzatziki sauce. Then I have chipotle aioli. I think chipotle mm-hmm. aioli on a burger. Yeah. Or or just dipping. Dipping, sauce. but I'm here to I'll preface why I didn't say dipping. Three is ranch for me. Two sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce is fantastic above ranch. And then my number one is seasoned sour cream. That's why I didn't do dipping. That's the best dipping sauce in the game. Uh, it's a little thick for me. No, see, first of all, we're not talking health. We're talking <laughs> waffle fries and seasoned sour cream. Legitimately, could be eaten with. Waffle, Four meals a week. Waffle fries and chipotle aiolis. See, I don't get chipotle better. aioli as much. I will be Well, honest. you should try it. Season sour cream? Yes. You don't like season sour cream. cream. I Dude. like chipotle aioli way more. Dude. I'm actually surprised. I didn't realize that you thought that highly of the season sour cream. I I Never thought was. for sure barbecue sauce yeah. was going to be It was actually, it was almost a 1-1-8, one, one but Sweet Baby Ray's is very good. You, more universal You sure. dip that in everything. everything you dip it in. Facts. Actually, I will say honorable mention. Sorry, Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think Chick Fil A is overrated, to be honest. What? With possible, possible. I'm not talking Chick Fil A. We're just talking Chick Fil A sauce. <laughs> no, I think overall <laughs> Chick Fil A and Chick Fil A sauce is overrated. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's decent. I think first of all, I'll throw this out there. I know ketchup is, ooh, ketchup. Ketchup is nasty. Ketchup is trash. Yeah, but it's universally used. Do you put ketchup on a uh, brat? No, barbecue sauce. I don't have, we don't have ketchup in our house. I can guarantee you we do not have ketchup. I can tell you right now, I will go over to my parents' house, eat lunch, eat dinner, whatever. No ketchup. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I mean ketchup. I, I know ketchup is like universal. You have mustard on there? Honey mustard. Honey mustard. That honey is mustard. different. Yeah. Low-key Dairy Queen, great honey mustard. When I, when, <laughs> I, when I was thinking about it, the reason I put honey mustard was because back in the day, I would get a crispy honey mustard snack wrap from mcdonald's facts and those were good that, those were good that was honestly like the main reason i put that on do there do they have those still no they don't have the snack wraps no oh they, they had barbecue ones too i think yeah and ranch those are the three kinds yeah, those were good i know they had crispy and grilled <laughs> they're so crispy good was way better yeah why would you ever get grilled back in the day when we were young like oh, let's just get the ones that taste good mac does was the spot mm-hmm. and then we figured out we care about our bodies. But I, I what about cane sauce? Cane sauce has to be up there. I know it's not universal, mm-hmm. but you're telling me cane sauce isn't better than ketchup? Do you, do you go to canes and get ketchup? Do you put ketchup on your fries and stuff, or do you use cane no, sauce? No, no, no. Cane sauce? Yeah. Yeah. But do you think that the line for, at canes is <laughs> worth the food that you're getting? So I'll tell you a secret. Apple Valley. You're talking Apple Valley one? Anyway. Or anyone? And honestly, the Egan one is super backed up. The Apple Valley one's yeah. always backed up. It's like, There's one in This stuff Tinky is Town. not that good where yeah. you have to wait. 30 minutes for food. I will say the placement of the canes, and I don't know if they do this on purpose. It's crazy. We actually had this conversation over the weekend. 
uh, with Rhett Hebig, I asked him because I saw him and I said, what about Canes? We were talking about Canes and he, I was like, the line is just terrible. Like it mm-hmm. backs out on the main street. Yeah. The secret, truthfully, in the last few times we've gone to Canes, if you go inside, there is nobody inside. <laughs> nobody. It's insane. People wait 30 to 45 minutes, which I agree is not worth it. Yeah. But now people, if you go inside, like that. Oh, like that. And I'm telling you right now. Fun fact for you. 100%. I haven't had one of those in a while, but that's a fun fact for you. Yeah. Have you ever had Taco Gringo? Taco Gringo is pretty decent too. No. Yeah. So you don't like to expand. You kind of just have your, well, you're a ranch guy. Ranch. Ranch is the most universal. For sure. I mean, ranch you can literally put on. I'll get food. ranch if they don't have Chipotle mayo, Chipotle aioli, like that sort of thing. That's my top for dipping. Can you dipping. taste the difference between Chipotle mayo and aioli? Or is it pretty much the same thing? Those are pretty similar. similar. Yeah. Like a Chipotle ranch, that's a little bit... Uh, Spicy. That's not as thick. Not as, as thick. Chipotle okay. mayo and stuff. Oh yeah, the mayo probably because yeah. Mayonnaise. You know what I think that we that I thought of that we should do for top five next time is top five most overrated like food or drink. Yeah, I mean if it was condiments, ketchup's my number one, and mustard. Just I think. food and drink. Oh yeah. In general. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, we'll have to see what next week comes. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. I do think. I just. And I'm not one of I'm definitely not one of those crazies that eats my burger plain. So if it only ketchup is there or only mustard, I'm going ketchup. I don't put mustard on nothing. Mm-hmm. Honey mustard, a little different. I'm yeah. telling you, barbecue Dairy Queen, honey mustard is elite. But it has to be honey mustard. Honey mustard on a burger sounds kinda weird. <laughs> yeah. But I mean people do it. I mean people do that all the time when you see yeah. it. I mean we mentioned it last time. Relish. Shout out. <laughs> Relish. Gross. So you put you wait, so pause quick. You put your comments on first. We're going to talk about it. You're I kind of switch time. it up. If you have to. No, like, what do you do most of the time? What do you say? I say, honestly, I switch it up. Truthfully. Like, so yeah. it's not like it's like, oh, I have to put it on first. Yeah. I don't have to put it on first. I don't have to put it on second. I just kind of do whatever. Do, it, do whatever. Yeah. Do you taste the difference when you put it on first? No, but it, it's a lot smoother. No. It's just weird. I've never thought about that. Yeah, well, now you do. Yeah. Well, anything else? Nah. We're good. Episode 10. In the books. Locked out. Lock it down. Yep. All right. Peace. See ya. Hey, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe. Yep. Right? And YouTube. We do have YouTube yeah. too. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Also, and- we do we do read your comments on YouTube. Shout out to those people. We're working on it. It's a work in progress. Yeah. So just we're always we're always working. Interact. Bus is always moving. Comments, forward. DMs, all that stuff. Yeah. So keep them coming. Yeah. Shout out. All right. See ya. Peace.